Hey guys, you're listening to Ready to Fall, an InSync podcast by Gina and Christina. Here we go. I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> I have been recording with you since before Christmas. We've not recorded together since before the new year. I miss you. <laughs> How are you? What's new? I'm good. My phone took a shit, but I'm good. So how yeah. was your Christmas? It was good. I That's got good. I'm still waiting for my Black Friday order from InSync, but I my <laughs> someone from my family, because they didn't put their name on the present, got me the shirt that says Justin, Chris, Joey, Lance, and JC. Oh fun. And then I got another don't leave dishes in sync towel very cute very cute so yes that's awesome so christmas for us was interesting Corey was sick i know so So we had to cancel everything um so we canceled christmas eve which we were like very upset about because we were actually doing christmas eve on christmas eve with his family which we don't normally do Um, but we had to cancel it and it was kind of funny. So like we decided we were just going to be like really kind of like casual for Christmas. So we were just going to have like everybody bring like apps and desserts and we bought like, we ordered like all of these pizzas. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you have to call and cancel the pizzas core. And he's like, oh, cause he hates like doing that. And he said he called and the guy was like, he was like, so I'm really sick. We don't know if I have COVID, but we're canceling our Christmas Eve gathering. So I have to cancel all these pizzas. And the guy was like, uh, why? And he's like, because we're not like, cause we I'm don't need sick. any pizzas. Like <laughs> I'm sick, you know? So, um, we rescheduled. So we're going to do our Christmas Eve with the Pierces with the Pierce side next Saturday. Um, so, you know, a couple of weeks late, but it'll be fine. And then, um new year's we went to new york Mm -hmm. we were not in times square new year's eve though it was all that crazy everyone thought well it was so funny because Corey tagged us in like a post and like of a picture of us and everyone thought we were like in times square on new year's eve and i'm like no we're not it was the night before but let me tell you it was crazy like it was so packed. Like, I can't imagine, like, it was really packed. And I'm sure it was even more packed the next night. Like, I can't imagine. Like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. And it was kind of sad because New York City has really gone to shit. Like, it was mm. gross. Like, it smelled. There was trash piled up everywhere. Um, People all over the place. Like, more so than... I ever remember and even Corey who like isn't one for the city um and like doesn't go with much frequency the last time we were there was like right after we got married in february of 2020 and we went for like a long weekend and he even noticed like how bad it had gotten from like then until now like Mm. it was just i was sad and it smells oh my gosh it reeks of pot like, I think I, I got high. I would hate like, it. Yeah, it was bad. I think that that's kind of why I have, like, this weird, like, coffee cold thing. 
because I think I must have like breathed in, like I don't know. And if I heard Empire State <laughs> of Mind one more time that we got like freaked out. Because all of the guys, like they ride the bikes. Like, do you know how they have a like, horse drawn carriages? Yeah. yeah. They have like the guys riding the bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've carriage. done that in I've done that in San Francisco. And they're all playing Empire State of Mind. And I'm just oh, like, gosh. if I hear this song one more time. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I don't want to hear Jay-Z one more time today. Um, but it was fun. We had a good time, and we saw the tree. And honestly, like, the tree was, like, absolutely beautiful. I hadn't seen it in, like, 10 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was beautiful and, like, totally worth, like, the grossness of walking through Manhattan. It was absolutely beautiful. If you're, like, ever in New York City at Christmas time, like, definitely go to Rockefeller Center and see the tree. I think that... If I go back again, I'm going to take a cab, like, from Penn Station to Rockefeller Center just so that I don't have to, like, walk through all the nonsense to get to it. Mm. And then we ate at a really neat restaurant, which I sent you a video from because they were playing that song I hate <laughs> um, with Halsey and Justin Timberlake, and it reminded me of you. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I got to record this for Justin's Gina. following you. Oh, I was like, what the heck of all the songs to have on. And that was really cool because it was on the, we sat on the rooftop. So like you're surrounded by skyscrapers on top. It was really cool. It was neat. It was good. <laughs> and now we're back to reality. Yeah. Are we ready to get into up against the wall because there's a lot to there's a lot yeah, to talk about even though it feels unpack. it feels like there's not just by looking at like how short our notes are but at the same time like oh my god so much to unpack at the same time yes let's get into it all right we've had we have two dynamic duos this week yes we do we have the birthday boys and the la besties is what I'm going to call them for right now, because <laughs> that was just the best thing that came to my head. So why not? <laughs> so Justin shared a post to his stories. Jess had posted this back in August, and it was a picture of three different rows of pictures from the TRL MTV photo booth. So one of them was just her, and then the second row was Justin and the guys from NSYNC. So he posted it, and then something magical happened i'm like because if it's if you're in a post and someone shares that to a story you don't get notified so i mean i know they follow each other so i mean i guess joey was just like oh i'm all right on my phone hey justin shared something let's see and it's like holy shit that's me <laughs> like and then he he shared it and was like damn we're old i'm like but you're both really still freaking awesome so no i don't care that you're old so <laughs> we all are we're running a insane podcast like clearly there's still something there we think you're awesome boys and happy birthday to the both of you this month yeah it's the month of joey well in the month of justin yes <laughs> the month of the jays well two of the jays yeah so that was really fun. I was super excited. Like I, I saw that. And then when I saw that Joey posted, cause I was at work. So I'm like, I couldn't check right away. I'm like, please let him have Cause I saw what Justin posted. And then I saw that Joey shared something and I'm like, please be the same thing. And it wasn't, I was like, yes. 
I needed this. <sighs> However, I think Lance's. News oh my gosh! Is so way more exciting, and just like, oh my god, this is yeah. This is so it. this is what we've we... been wondering. Now we know why they were at Kiss FM. Yeah. So Lance <sighs> announced that he and Michael have their new podcast, Frosted Tips. Um, and it goes live. It debuts on Monday, January 9th, which is amazing. And none other than our king, JC, is the first guest. See, Lance tried to throw us off because he posted a picture of pink, which I'm like, if he can get pink on, like, that's amazing. But the picture he just, like, I was checking my Instagram mm -hmm. to message you before we recorded today. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my god. I'm like, that's Jace, like that's the back of JC's head on that bobblehead. Yeah. And he tagged the Tim's Baggy Jeans Thug Appeal, bring it all to me, featuring JC. Like, could you be more obvious? <laughs> I mean, but I love we... it. I'm like I'm like shaking. Yeah, like once we found out that it was a podcast, I felt like it was definitely JC as the first guest just because it jived because everyone was like well why would lance and michael and jc like See, yeah that's strange and then as soon as i listened to the preview and it was lance and michael i'm like oh okay and jc is the first guest yeah all your boy brand crushes i'm like yes yeah i'm really excited i think it's gonna be great i can't wait to listen to it so guys make sure you tune in it's available on all of the platforms and it'll be up on monday january 9th and then on the frosted tips instagram page lance posted a, a tiktok i guess or a reel and it has the taylor swift that it's me yes. i'm the problem <laughs> and he's like in like I'm an like, elevator and it's like i fail to see the really problem cute. lance i fail yeah. to see the problem lance we're However, so excited i'm like man where do you go after having jc as your first guest i'm like okay, i know just end right there like and nope, you know i didn't i'm i'm like a couple weeks behind with the news but also just like honorable mention their new year's eve pictures were lit yes it looked like they had a lot of fun New Year's Eve. Yes. Lance and Michael, and then we'll also get to PC. Yeah. I didn't, so I didn't all put, good stuff. Yeah, I didn't put that in the notes, but I'm glad you said something about New Year's Eve, because we totally... I mentioned it last week, but not to its full extent, because I feel weird freaking out about things when it's just me, and I'm not talking to anybody except... <laughs> Yeah. The world. But the world can't respond with me. They're it's excited with you. I know, but it's not the same. That's why I'm glad we're able to record together. Um, so Chris's episode of Cribs aired, and I remember we I talked about this in the news for last week's episode, but he definitely I remember him saying something when at the end of our meet and greet in baltimore and we were like wait how do we watch this when and he didn't say when but he said it was going to be on paramount plus but then it just yeah like your mtv which i'm like hey that works for me because i can watch it so did you get to watch it yet i did not i i'm really it's behind so cute. you need oh it's so it's the first segment of the episode because uh -huh. it's they do three different people i think um so he's first carly's in it and she's a hoot 
and Nashi. Oh, so, I'm excited to see it. Yes. I love when they show like the inside of their home, like the way it's decorated. And like, mm-hmm. I remember Carly did like a bedroom remodel and yes. their backyard just like always looks amazing. So I am really excited to see the episode. I've just been so busy with everything. I haven't had a chance, but I'm going to probably, I'll probably watch it Sunday night before bed. Yeah, I think it's less than 10 minutes from start to finish. Oh, great. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. watch. Joey. Then moving on to Joey. Joey has been busy. Joey has been a busy bee and I'm loving it. First of all, Joey is hosting a Mardi Gras party. It is called Crew of Orpheus. It is January 26th at the Guilt Nightclub in New Orleans, Louisiana. And actually, no, Guilt Nightclub is another event that he's doing on January 26th. Yeah, this Crew of Orpheus, Marty- yeah, in February. And it actually sounds really cool. Did you check out the website? No, I'm going to click the link right now, though. So you can get tickets for this 30th anniversary celebration. It's Joey Fatone, Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees, Drew Lachey, Justin, Eric Michael Estrada, a guy from All From One. Like, it's a bunch of people that mm-hmm. are going to be there. And it sounds super fun. Oh, my gosh. That that sounds, yeah, amazing. So if you're in Louisiana, or go near get there. tickets yeah. for that. May the odds be ever in your favor. It's, it says the ticket price includes a table seating, drink setups, and an up-close parade view. And it says the event is strictly formal. Tuxedos and or floor-length gowns are required. Ooh. Wow. So this is a whole affair. Damn, they all fancy. They're very fancy. Um, tickets are two hundred dollars. Yeah, two twenty-five at the door. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? Like realistically, that's not terrible considering yeah. it includes like that show. I mean, I would pay that if Joey was coming here and did like some kind of an event like an after party event and that's how much the tickets were i would pay that i don't remember how much my ticket to uh after party was but i know including like everything i i think i spent almost a grand on that yeah like i'm thinking about when we went to chris yeah and most of that was the tickets for the event not even the hotel airfare yeah i would totally pay that for sure um and then also i had sort of incorrectly touched on it on january 26th at guilt nightclub joey is hosting karaoke with a live band and ryan cabrera is going to be there and there's tickets on sale for that at celebkaraoke.com and peter is going to that that sounds so he got tickets which i'm so excited about i was like peter you have to get a picture of joey's hands for me Just because I I need to have that, so like we'll I love see. karaoke and I love Joey. Like, how yeah, much I feel like it's like a win win. I feel like right? it's a win win. So that and is in Orlando. Yes, on July twenty sixth. On July 26th. Yeah. And then, of course, Joey's been... The clips from that show he's doing have been, like, circulating all over the place. I mm-hmm. shared a couple of them. Like, he's just been so busy. Like, he has been all over the place. And I love it. It makes me happy. As pre- as mentioned in last week's episode, JC and Jen were with Camp Podwall on a yacht, island hopping, including doing a, like, impromptu meet and greet at a club as they're playing in sync i'm like i love this yeah i love that jc is like more like out and about now and like Mm. i hope he stays this way like i hope this is like his new like leash on life like i i just i love it um and then with him also being on lance's show i'm like like okay i'm i'm waiting for lance to be like justin come on be like no be like i got jc and be like wait shit 
really? No? All right, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> like, if you got him, fine. I'll do it. I was actually surprised that it's not Joey that he has on first. I was kind of expecting Joey, but I mean, JC is very local and, you know, I yeah, wonder if Jen local. is going to be on with him. <sighs> I don't know. That would be fun. Are, are we ready to uh, go on to our episodes of Joey and Justin? Let's do it. All right. We'll see you on the other side for I Want You Back. Hey, guys. It's Christina. Welcome to week two in the month of Joey. Today is Sunday, January 8th. And we're moving right along. I am so excited for this episode tonight. Um, well, today, I'm recording tonight, but maybe you're going to listen to it during the day. I don't know. So today, I have joining me Avery. Hi. Welcome back, Avery. Thank you. Good to be back. So you guys will probably recognize Avery's voice. She has joined us in the past. Um, she was on the month of thirst and she was on the Joey episode because like me, Avery, you're a Joey girl, right? Oh, yes. J yes. JC and Joey girl. I, I put Joey first. Yeah. You know, everybody has a little bit of like JC tendencies, I always say. Rightfully so, I think. Yeah. I mean, come on. It always goes back to JC, right? Yes. But the man of the hour tonight, the man of the hour now is Joey. Joey. Joey, Joey, Joey. So you can, so first and foremost, Avery, um, we can find you on Instagram at Avery2.ex. And you guys, she makes some really good edits. Yes. Right. So if you go over to Avery's page, it's Avery2.ex on Instagram. Check out her edits or reels or videos, as I call them, because she is amazing. Even though I feel like you don't think you're amazing, you are amazing. I don't know how you do it. Somehow you manage to make dance moves match songs that they weren't dancing to. <laughs> they're, they're okay. I, I like making them feel modern sometimes. So mm -hmm. I, think it's, I think it's fun or old, you know, with older songs. Well, yeah, you did one recently with a Janet Jackson song. No. I think recently I did a Lizzo song, Pitbull, um, Beyonce. My, I did Monica. Oh, Monica. That's right. Angel of Mine. I, I will do a Janet Jackson one now. Oh, will you? Maybe. Maybe you should do That's the Way Love Goes since they performed That's the Way Love Goes. But then I would just want it to be like that video, you know? Maybe I'll do oh, a groovy true. one. A groovy Janet Jackson. What's that one song? It's like Rhythm something. Oh, Rhythm Nation. That one or. Yeah, that's a good one. Or again, you could do the song again. Yeah. That's like a slow, simpy song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just grab all the songs and I'll just have random dance moves and then I'll just keep playing and swapping out. That's what I do. I, <laughs> and, the, and if the moves match, I'll just be like, bam. 
So today's episode is called Joey Fatone, the baritone with a question mark. And the reason why is because I don't really know very much about any of this. To be honest with you, Avery is definitely the expert. And I learned so much reading through all of the research that you put together. Um, so tell us, what is the range of a baritone? The titles for baritones and tenors, they're like a very basic form. But baritone is basically the medium range for the vocal category for male singing. It's lower than a tenor and higher than a bass and the most common male vocal type. But it has like a rich, full weight and quality of the sound that makes a baritone unique and it gives them a very strong sound to the vocals. Okay. And I remember you had said that some well-known baritones are Elvis Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, Michael Buble, and then for like some kind of like quote unquote boy bands, like Nate Morris from Boys to Men, Kevin from Backstreet Boys, which I always thought Kevin was a bass. Yeah, he's not quite a bass. He's not low enough. It's like there's such a big range for each type for tenors and for baritones, but Kevin doesn't make a bass. Oh, Lance, okay. Lance barely touches bass as well. But Lance's voice is so deep. Yeah, it's so deep, but he can also get a little high. Like not huh. super high, not like not like Joey or JC or Justin, but just high enough where you're like, oh, okay, that's a that's a comfort zone for a baritone too. So is that kind of like what you were saying? Like some baritones are more comfortable in a lower range. Yeah, there's some that are comfortable in their lower range, and then they'll assist a bass more if they're in a group. And then there are some that are closer in the higher range, so they'll stick with the tenors. Then there's some that have just a very flat, kind of small pocket that they're comfortable in, and that would just be like a solid baritone. Okay, because I remember we were talking, like when we were talking about putting this episode together and like what the episode would be about one of the things I had said I was like oh well can't we get like a baritone from Backstreet Boys to sing something and then find like Joey singing something and compare them but you had said it wouldn't like it, there's such like a range of baritones that it wouldn't make a difference because baritones all sound different right yeah like when I hear Elvis I don't think Frank Sinatra you know yeah, I feel like Elvis has, like, a deeper voice. Yeah. And Nat King Cole kind of, too. Yeah, and then John Lennon can get pretty high. Like, I think of Hey Jude and stuff, and I don't really think baritone comparisons for Nat King Cole and, and Elvis and John Lennon. But they're all in that same group. So you had said that basically Joey's kind of, like, role in NSYNC is to harmonize with everyone because his voice kind of goes with everyone. Is that correct? Am I explaining that right? Yeah. I I think the main two that can sort of hit everybody's range in NSYNC would definitely be JC and then Joey as well. And and Chris is amazing and he's really high and he can, he can hit a solid low, but that's not his role. Joey's role would be to touch everybody and assist with all different types of vocals and kind of add some dissonance to really like make some sounds pop. Mm -hmm. So that's why sometimes he kind of, you don't really think about it because you can't really hear it because it's not a solid lead, but he's doing a lot. 
So before NSYNC, um, Joey was in a group in doctors, Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando. And I know that I touched on this pretty briefly in the first episode of the month of Joey. And I mentioned that we were going to get into it a little bit deeper um, during this podcast episode. So I think that that is something that's like really cool to talk about because Joey was in a group already that was kind of like and listening to them sort of like is it is barbershop quartet like is that the proper kind of thing yeah, to call them? call them yeah they have like a very barbershop-esque sound so the group was called the big guys um it was a small group in his high school um and he was in that with joel herman luis fonzi who desposito we all know him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Eric Garvis. Um, and they were put together by a music teacher. And his name was Mr. G. Galasso. And what was it? Galasso. Like the guy. Galasso. Jason. Okay. That was supposed to be in the group. I think they're related. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I didn't realize that. So while Joey was in this group, um, this group recorded the Lion Sleeps Tonight professionally during high school, and then they performed the national anthem for the Magic, um, the Orlando Magic, which is a basketball team. And Joey provided vocals as second lead behind Fonzie. So um, what we're going to do now is we're going to cut into a clip, um, which was, I guess, for lack of a better term, kind of like an interview that Mr. G did on... Um, like talking about how he put this group together. Joey matched pitch real well, so did the other guys, so we were able to do a little more challenging music with the ensemble. Hello. 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 The big guys were formed in their freshman year, Joey, Eric, Joel, and Fonzie. We were able to get clearance to go on Universal Studios, and uh, they shot a music video. Big guys performed anywhere they could for anyone who would listen. They got to perform the national anthem at the Orlando Magic game. In front of 15,000 people. So I love that. <laughs> just to think it could have been the big guys instead of in sync they could have just added one more member mm -hmm. like this could have gone so many ways for joey it really could have he could have stayed with this group that was put together by his music teacher and just added a fifth or he could have ended up like Luis fonzi and just gone solo joey fatone with the despacito <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He did do that little song. I don't know that he would have done that. There's a clip of him singing, not a clip, it's a song on Apple Music. And I've always heard it, like I've heard it before, but I always forget like what it is. I think it's an older song. It's called Can I Steal a Little Love? Oh, for um it's like for a movie, right? I guess. Let me say, hold on. This one? 
Yeah. He's getting his um Sinatra on. Yeah. That's such a good it's from the movie it is, it's from a movie called The Cooler. Yeah, Alec Baldwin movie. It did good. I wish that Joey had gone into and I mean there's still time obviously for him, but I like it when he sings that style of music. Yeah. I feel like if he, I don't think a group dynamic outside of NSYNC, I don't know how that would have worked out, but I feel like he would have ended up in Broadway somehow. He would have stumbled his yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I agree. So I want to play, I what I like about this next clip that we're going to play is that this is a song that NSYNC recorded together, but this is not Joey performing this song with NSYNC. Yeah, he has such a very like broad tone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like the correct term. You could also just drop the clips on your Instagram, just have a big Joey Fest. Oh, I love that. Maybe we do that in preparation for this. Yeah, so then everybody can see. I love that. That'd be cool. And I'll post some pictures of his hands while I'm at it. Yeah, hands and singing. Hands and singing, and, and it'll be wonderful. He'll love yeah. it. The world of Joseph Anthony Fatone Jr., everybody. Hands and <laughs> So when we think about Joey and his role in NSYNC, how is that different from his role in The Big Guys? I think there's some similarities, I think. like You could kind of hear him adding a little like variety to to hone it back, you know, they did a little breakdown Mm -hmm. and then Joey's voice sort of like brought it back. And then they all collaborated together again while Fonzie was just doing his solo part. But I think Joey's a little bit more noticeable in comparison. I think the, there's one guy there and his voice is super soft. I don't know his name, so I'm not going to guess. Yeah. And then Fonzie and Fonzie has like a, an accent, so it kind of makes him stand out. And then Joey's just so broad. I think mm-hmm. everybody's voice sounds very different, but in NSYNC, sometimes they sound the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like a very distinctive sound when you hear NSYNC. Yeah. They have just the sound about them, and I guess that is their five-part Harmony. harmonies. Five so, different Five different voices. Mm-hmm. So NSYNC's purpose vocally is built on their five-part harmonies. Um, they're the only boy band to focus on something like this. And most groups only have tenors and baritones. Some may have a bass, 
but they usually have three or four part harmonies of the majority. So when I think of like, so would that be like 98 degrees, boys to men, all for one? Yeah, those are perfect. Those are very good, um, like very harmony driven groups. And I think 98 degrees and boys to men, they were put together and they knew what they wanted. They wanted the tenor, they wanted the baritone, mm -hmm. they wanted the bass. And I think the standout for NSYNC would be having Chris. And then mm -hmm. you can tell just by the dynamic that they all do, they like to like play with the intricacies that they can do with harmonies just because they know that they can. I think that's very, very amazing. But I think NSYNC likes to just like, they keep like to adding layers. So mm -hmm. sometimes, at least for me, I, I can listen to It's Gonna Be Me and I can listen past the, um, the production and the beatboxing. And then I'll be like, oh, I never heard that part before. I never heard that weird little note that they threw in there. Mm -hmm. It just like, keeps happening. It's like a barbershop type group just thrown into like a pop band. I think the pop band was like a cover, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> a cover for them to just throw <laughs> in a bunch of harmonies. And do what they wanted to do. And dance. Do it yeah. in a way that like the mass would enjoy it. Yeah. So in a magazine, Joey referenced himself as the member that can sing the highest note in NSYNC. And he said with his falsetto, he can reach the highest note. But as far as natural vocal reach, Chris can sing the highest note. So does that mean that like in like, let's say Joey was in a group for like four part harmonies that Joey could fulfill that countertenor role or is Chris the countertenor? Not because, like, is that just special to Chris because of his voice, or could anyone be that? No, I think a countertenor is a, a very special position. I think, like, Chris reminds me of 50s groups, mm. like the Four Seasons, where, like, Frankie Volley's voice is just really high, mm -hmm. and then he can he can go low, but high is just his voice, his natural voice all the time. The titles for vocal ranges is what you can do just straight up you know that's what you just sound like so justin and and joey fulfill the tenor two roles that's what they can do now mm -hmm. what you can do outside of that how high your falsetto can go that's different but your innate role that's just mm -hmm. what your voice sounds like and chris's singing voice on a bass level is very high but joey can still sing higher than him yeah, but he couldn't sing that high the whole time. He would have to do it in a falsetto. Chris is just going to do it. So, like, Joey would not, like, in a sense, basically, like, Joey would more or less have to force it. Whereas Chris, it could just be natural. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But in, like, the Bee Gees medley, JC mm -hmm. and Joey assist Chris by going as high as, as he does for, like, that part. Mm -hmm. and they do the staying alive but it sounds more organic for chris yeah because he doesn't have to like necessarily work as hard for it right yeah so um as far as his role in the group is concerned because of his range we had mentioned he's a bridge between vocals and he sings a lot of what's going on in between the music that ties the vocals together. And you and I were talking about this earlier where we had said there's a lot of times where you listen to an NSYNC song and you think like Joey doesn't get to sing very much. Like 
why isn't Joey's voice highlighted? And I was completely shocked and I'm really excited to play <laughs> the next couple of clips that we have because there were clips where I was like, I didn't even realize that was Joey. Yeah. And he really is like constantly singing the whole time. Yeah, I feel like once you start to hear his tone and you hear it in multiple forms, you're just like, you start to hear him. You start to hear him everywhere. Mm-hmm. So alongside JC, Joey alternates between the high and low harmonies easily when needed. And due to the complexity of their harmonies, it occurs often. His best contribution lies in the harmonies and intricates of the so intricacies of the songs, as well as providing nice lead vocals. Um, so what I want to do is I want to play you some clips. Um, and Avery, you may you put these clips together. I think it's I don't know how you do it, but you're able like tell people what you do. You basically like weed out the individual voices, right? No, I actually, I what didn't do want to do, I didn't want to do that. I just listened to, I listened to all the songs and if I heard mm -hmm. Joey and you know, it was just like very apparent, I just recorded it. That's so amazing. If people want to listen to any of the songs in particular, you won't have to hunt for the voice. You don't have to extract it or anything. It's just, that's just how it sounds on the track. So Let's talk a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about Joey's vocals with JC and Justin? And then we'll go ahead and play the clips. I think that depending on how Joey's voice is used, it can complement both JC and Justin. Um, with JC in a low or regular tone for Joey, they both sound broad. Like it's very like, like it's a, a sound that resonates and it rounds, it's very rounded. Mm -hmm. um, it makes a real unified sound and there's a smoothness to it, I feel, unless the song is aggressive. Like JC worked a lot with Alex Greggs. So for like no strings attached, they sound a little bit more powerful and raspy, I think, to sort of put a bigger effect on their sound. But Josie, wow, Josie, <laughs> Joey's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like combine their names. <laughs> Josie. I love it. That's the new one. Josie, not Joshy. <laughs> I think um Joey's voice, it can also get lost like underneath JC's when he sings in like his softer, more natural tone. It can sound like a soft echo, but when they enunciate, they enunciate differently. Like JC's very um, consonant heavy and Joey's very vowel heavy. So you can mm. kind of hear their voices drift apart just a little bit um, if they're harmonizing together. So it's very like useful to execute a sound that isn't lost when JC sings lead and the melody is JC's voice. So then when it's with his voice sounding closer to Joey sometimes is very useful, especially when they sing live to have Joey directly under the melody. So I think that's hard to tell, but for for the girl who has everything, it sounds very like JC and Joey's voice. And I can't really like naturally pick up Justin's sound, but in I Want You Back, it sounds very Justin. If that so makes let's, sense. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead then and I will play a clip with JC and Joey's vocals together and we can talk about it and then we'll do Joey and Justin. 
love about JC and Joey's voice to like Joey's voices together when they sing together like that is that you can hear JC's voice and you can hear Joey's voice and it's like two distinctive voices that yeah it's like very smooth I like it you just so like basically you had described or explained Joey and um, JC's voices is kind of like working together but almost what did you say what use word did you use like an echo right yeah it sounds like it can sound like a soft echo sometimes whereas i feel like when you hear justin and joey it just sounds like one voice yeah i feel like um joey's like a highlighter to justin's voice sometimes it can be used as an additional layer sometimes in things that you feel like you can think why why did they do that yeah <laughs> but, all right yeah but they have so, a distinct tone as well just because justin has his accent and joey has like his broadway sound but there are a mm -hmm. lot of times that they sound the same but they sound louder together in like a full resonated way when they harmonize so mm -hmm. that it gives like a grit rather than the melodic flow that we hear uh, with JC and Justin together because their voices are so different. But Joey and Justin, they have very distinct falsettos. So when they mm -hmm. use them together, they sound soft and bright. I love when they use their falsettos together. And then they sound very similar during I Want You Back. Like, I don't think we included those clips, but mm -hmm. they sound very similar during I Want You Back. And they easily swap parts when they do that. They they do that often live so that mm -hmm. Justin could ad lib. And then there's just Joey just doing the rest of the regular parts. So here is, um, this clip is about just under a minute. And this is Joey and Justin vocals together. It's interesting because when you listen to those songs now, like knowing that we put those clips together because it's examples of Justin and Joey's voice together, mm 
listening to that, I kind of feel like you're, for me, as a fan of NSYNC, is trained to think like, oh, well, that's Justin singing. But it's really not Justin singing. Like, I mean, it is Justin singing, but it's Joey singing with Justin. Yeah, now you have a little, um, little extra. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like you sending a text to someone. And you're not watching what you're typing and it's like nonsense. And then like you look down and autocorrect finishes it and like fixes it and makes everything spelled correctly. <laughs> because it's like Joey is like the autocorrect. Like he just comes in and like swoops it up and makes it sound better. Like I would be interested <laughs> to see what Justin's voice sounds like in those songs without Joey. I feel like it would just be a little high. Some some of them it seems like Joey added a little lower harmonies. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's very subtle to the point that it sort of gives Justin a way to just give his natural voice a flow. Mm -hmm. And then they just decided to throw, hey, Joey, get in the booth. Yeah. Do those things, too. <laughs> well, especially, like, in the first part, like, this clip, the very beginning, I didn't realize that it was, I never realized that this was Justin and Joey here in this one. Let me play it again. Like, it very much sounds like, like you would very much just think that was just Justin singing. For I'll Never Stop. For I'll Never Stop, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of um, Joey in that one. I feel like he's, like, just all over, throwing little little pieces of himself in that song. Yeah, he's just everywhere. Wow, I like it. Crazy. I like it, too. <laughs> like, I hear I'll Never Stop differently now. Like, there's more... Oh no, there's there's just so much more weight to it. You it's realize. not just a JC and Justin moment. Like Yeah. It's like why I like when Chris sings for tearing up my heart and mm -hmm. for I want you back. It just feels more full since they're not giving them lead parts. <laughs> <laughs> but they kind of but like with Joey, like they kind of are giving him lead parts. Like you don't realize it unless you are trained to listen for him. But he's everywhere. They're giving him unsung hero parts. Yes. You don't, you don't notice. He is the unsung hero. He's the unsung singing hero of NSYNC. So he just unbuttons his shirt and is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> we have... um this next clip that we wanted to share and this, where did you find this interview? Was it an interview that Joey did? Mm, yes. I think it's a podcast. Are we stealing from a podcast? I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> podcast it's from. Me and, um, if you're, if you're listening to it, um, and you know, and it's yours. From, and it's yours. Thank you for letting me use it. <laughs> I don't like to think of it as stealing. I like to. We're borrowing it. I don't feel like we're stealing. I mean, it's on the internet. I mean, yeah, we're if sharing. Somebody, if somebody <laughs> wanted to use like any of our episodes for their podcast, I'd be cool with it. And I mean, until Joey comes on the Ready to Fall podcast, this is the best we've got. So. <laughs> Um, 
I like the way that he talks about his voice in this, like about his role in NSYNC and about like harmonizing. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. I always had the weird notes that would go in between shit. So I was the one that would be where, because I was, like I said, second, second tenor, basically baritone. So I had a lot of the baritone parts, which are those of the color chords. Cause you have like, obviously the lead guy, you have the high, which is Chris. The hard part about, I guess for people that really don't know, as far as like when you're doing harmonies and groups and choirs or whatever, Sometimes it's three parts, sometimes it's four parts, sometimes it's five parts. You can add as many any chords as you want as long as it sounds good. But there was a thing that was amazing with us because the five of us were independently singing and independently can hold our notes when there's clashing chords, when it's almost barbershop-esque chords. Not many people were singing those kind of colored chords like that. Nobody was doing those augmented fifths and all those other kind of crazy shit that we were doing. So it was almost close to what Boys to Men was doing. And that's why I think it kind of separated us from a lot of other people. Sorry. A lot of the people that we were doing these harmonies and we were doing them well and we were doing them live. And I think when people saw us, you know, and do the acapella, like, oh, crap, this is this is something good. So it opened up a lot of more doors, I think. And, and it, it just, I don't know, it put us on a different level, I think. And there's nothing wrong with other people singing three and four part harmony. But when you have 18 people and you're only doing two notes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I like that. I don't know what color chords are. I think they were explained to me and I still don't really know. And I don't know what augmented fit. He just sounds so musically inclined. (laughs) He is. And you know what? I was actually just going to say, like, you guys, I think it's pretty apparent that I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) It's Avery (laughs) for this episode that has, like, really done all of the heavy lifting and the research for this. And I found this episode to be just so interesting because it challenged me to listen to songs that I've been listening to for 20 plus years in a different way. And now it's like I'm hearing them for the first time all over again. So thank you, Avery, for that. That has been awesome. Um, oh. As someone who's been like a long time fan of NSYNC. Um, the other clip I wanted to share that we didn't share was actually one that you put together and it's Joey leading breakdowns and leading background harmonies. Um, I really enjoyed this clip. So hold on just a second. I'm going to play it for us now. nice i like how when he sings i want you back he throws in a little little yeah (laughs) Uh yeah they always have like their little like 
extra things that they just throw in. Yeah. You know, I feel, I just thought of it when I was hearing it. I was like, you know how much trust you have to have in someone to start a song mm-hmm. <laughs> or to lead a harmony? That sounds so scary. And he's so like very confident about it. And he's like very cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just shows that it's not like his first time. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, Joey, you, you don't sing. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we're just going to let you do it. We're just going to let you do it and we hope it's good. No, there's clearly like established vocal trust for all of them. Joey, I feel like, is such an important member. Like they're all very important in their own right. But I just feel like Joey, like without Joey, they wouldn't, they just like without JC or without Justin, but without Joey, it wouldn't be in sync. It wouldn't be their sound because so much of Joey's voice is that trademark sound of in sync. And you don't even realize it listening to it. Yeah. I think if you took it out, there'd be a big gap mm-hmm. and people don't, I think, think that when they hear Joey, like, oh, Joey's a member. And then, yeah, that's it. But I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Like I said, the, you know, how they like to throw in all their little tricks and stuff vocally that if you just took Joey out, that so much of that would just feel weird. It would be lost. Yeah. It would sound random and sporadic because I think they all put a lot of work into their songs and you don't realize that like, oh, he's doing this and this and this and this. And another member is doing this and this and this and this. And it sounds weird if they all just did that on their own. But when you smash it all up, sounds very good. I liked his little um, falsetto in the happy birthday. I feel like it wasn't mm-hmm. necessary and he did it and he executed it very well. I like his falsettos, his high mm-hmm. range. I'm probably most impressed by his high range. I, there were so, we were talking about this before we started recording. There um, were so many songs in the, there's songs in the first clip of, um, it was Joey singing high where mm-hmm. I heard it and I was like, I didn't even realize it was Joey. <laughs> I, was like, I always thought this one was Chris and um, it was just like very impressive. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's impressive for him to be the what second lowest voice like mm-hmm. categorically and then for him to just hit a Mariah. and make it seem so effortless like it's not even work i know i can't do that i can't sing high middle low i can't no i can't sing anything and i don't pretend to try um (laughs) and that's okay because not all of us you know we're blessed with being able to sing but no (laughs) i wish i would never shut up (laughs) i know right i would just like walk around singing all the time Sing hey, on dishes. What do you think of Joey now that you've heard all of his voice tonight in so many ways and combinations? I thought Justin sounded great. <gasps> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Wait, you're telling me that wasn't just Justin? No, that was Joey. Actually, I, I agree. I didn't realize that, that was two people singing for most of those clips. Oh, wow. Until I was paying attention, and then you could hear moments where they separated. 
Did you hear that? I would argue that that's good harmony. What was that, Core? I would argue that that's good harmony. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that Joey was picking up anybody else's slack. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I think it's good harmony. Christina is just very aggressive. I know you can't hear what Avery just said. She said that she agrees with you and that I am just very aggressive. Oh, I, I, heard, I heard aggressive. I thought it was impressive. I thought she said I was very impressive. Oh, no, she did not call you impressive. No, no, no. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> just a little bit of misinformation through the headphones. He's impressive, too. I stand the deck of king, always. As a successful podcaster, I know you have your... Avery says that you are impressive too, and she stands a dapper king. Right now, we're going to play a clip of Joey's high range. So I know that in I Thought She Knew, he performs that live, but I still never, I guess, believe that that was like him doing that. And it is him. Even when seeing his face. I know. I just, I feel like I always, when I'm listening to it, I think of it as being Chris. I can see that. It's like. Just because it is so high. And like, I can even picture him like singing it in the concert special on TV. And I know that it's him because like I can see him doing it. But when I listen to the song, like in the car or I'm just listening to it, I always feel like my mind says it's Chris. I find it so interesting that it goes Justin, JC, Joey, Chris for that song. Because it's like, if you think Joey sings low, you would think Justin, Joey, jc chris like it just gets higher and higher in it mm-hmm. and when they let joey do that part i thought that was impressive that's a robin wiley at her finest and joey when he is singing that part it sounds very and i know that's kind of like the point of it but it sounds very barbershop yeah he has such a broadway so yeah it's like he's making his voice sound more jazzy that a good word to use. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He like really hones in on the the barbershopness right there. And this and the like that is really impressive. <laughs> That's, it's very high. It is like I thought you were saying that those sounded barbershop like too. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I mean that is just like so hi i feel like i never registered that as being joey i always thought that was chris yeah i think it's very impressive and it's interesting to me that they have a chris so but they still chose joey to do that 
and not Chris. Hmm. Yeah, I never thought about that. Well, neither did it's I because I thought Chris. it was Chris up until now. <laughs> 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 up until two weeks ago, I thought that was Chris. <laughs> oh my god! So there's um one song, and you can find it and play it for like reference for yourself and for uh-huh. everybody else. You guys can play it too. But in best of my life. I thought that that was just Chris, you know, but then I'm also thinking that could be Joey. And then my sister and I are in the car and she's screaming. She's like, it's the both of them. It's both of them. (laughs) And then we found a a live performance. It's like the very grainy, gritty for the girl one. And it literally, she was right. It was both of them. They both hit that high note at the exact same time. I don't know how you can harmonize something that high. That that's impressive. There it was. Yeah. That's yeah, so Yeah, that was cool. both of them singing. That's amazing. That's so cool. I've never seen that performance before. We're going to have to share that. Shout out to Peter, a.k.a. Call Me Spicy Daddy. A.k.a. Uncle Peter. Yes, Uncle Peter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see. I have more. I have more. Give it to us. Give us more. More for right. tone. More for tone. All right. Here is Joey's chest slash regular tone. And in those clips, it's very easy to tell Joey's voice. Yeah, that just seems very fatone. I like very how, organic. Yeah, I like how when he sings soft, he has like this weird breathiness thing going mm-hmm. on. And then when he wants to sound broad, he sounds like he's on Broadway. Uh huh. I like that. I feel like that also is just very Joey. Joey is very versatile. He can do a lot of different things with his voice. And I mean, obviously, I think we've proven that during this episode. But even a lot of people, when they start out singing and they're young, you can tell that their voice has like changed, obviously, from like being young to like becoming older. But Joey, his voice has changed but I still feel like it's just as impressive. It's like just changed in like a more mature way, like a better way. Do you know what I mean? I feel like now he doesn't like you, even when in the clip when he was talking about his voice and he was like second tenor, basically baritone. I feel mm-hmm. like I think he was like forced to sing baritone. And now he's just, he's like, I'm a second tenor. I'm going to sing like a second tenor. <laughs> yeah. All the time. And it just sounds so good. 
he's just like coming to his own and he's like doing his own thing. Yeah, he's like, this is me. And I really, I think his highs, they still hold up. I'm oh, so 100%. impressed with the highs. <laughs> yeah, well, I had said that too. I was like, I never realized that that was Joey. I always thought it was Chris. I'm like, I want to like start, like, I want to ask Chris. I was like, well, why didn't she sing this high? And this yeah, one? why didn't you do it? <laughs> why didn't like, you if you're the it? counter tenor, why'd you let Joey do it? <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on. What is this weird illusion you guys gave us? No, Chris, exactly. when he sings, it's just like, it's so bright and it's beautiful. And Chris I don't not to, have a beautiful, bright voice. Yeah, not to bash Joey or anything, but his like highs don't sound bright and beautiful. They just sound, well, they sound beautiful, but not they're like, different. You know, they're different. Yeah, they're, they're not they're like, different. like Joey's highs sound good, but. It's like you have Joey's highs and then you have like glass cleaner and you clean the glass and then you have, that's like Chris's high. Do you know what I mean? No. Like Chris's highs are like higher and like crisper and like, it's like when you like, if you're someone who like wears glasses or contacts and you're like walking around without your glasses or contacts on and it's the fall and you see trees and then you put on your glasses and you see the individual leaves. That's Chris's wait, voice. Wait, no, okay. Wait, okay. I'm gonna piggyback on this. Chris, okay, I'm gonna piggyback on this. I love this. Chris is like crisp 2020 vision with his highs. Uh-huh. And then and then Joey is like nearsighted. You it, it like catches yes. you off guard. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I love that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh my exactly. gosh. You see that? You just working through these things and now like you get it. Like you get it. So it's like, yeah, 100%. We just pieced up the puzzle. Now we just need to figure out why Chris didn't do those highs. We'll figure yeah. out what was happening. I need to ask him. If I ever get the chance to ask him, I need to ask him. You just pull up this video and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, like let's let's discuss this, Chris. You know, when I when I went to Pop 2000 with Gina, I had like all this stuff I wanted to ask him. And I'm like standing there like at the question and answer and I was just like so nervous to ask him anything and I didn't and I just kind of like stood there like and they're like does anybody else have any questions and I'm like, no, like why would I have a question? Like, I just have, like, a weekly NSYNC podcast where I, like, talk about that. Like, why would I want to ask Chris a question? Like, come on. If I ever meet Chris, <sighs> I'm just going to be like, all right, I have a file. And we're just going to sit down and we're going to talk. And yeah. you need to tell me everything I need to know. That's what I needed to do. I needed to, like, pull up a Google Doc. And, I mean, when I met Joey, I was, like, a mess. As you and, should. Uh, I need to redeem myself. I don't even know what I would do. I feel like if I met Joey, I would cry. I cried. And then I would cry some more. That's what I <laughs> and did. Then, and then I'd cry some more. <laughs> do you know what? It was so overwhelming because it was crazy to me that he was just like there and he was just like standing like right there like oh my gosh, like that is Joey Fatone. Like he's just standing in the room like a regular person. His hands like, are 3D. Yes. Well, his whole body yes. 3D. <laughs> it was crazy. 
Rumor has it he puts his pants on one leg at a time like the rest of us. Thanks, Corey. Oh, my God, but have you seen his thighs? I haven't seen I mean, his thighs. <laughs> he, can hear, he can hear you through my <laughs> So it's like, yeah, he puts his legs on one leg at a time, but he puts his legs in the pants. <laughs> Context, Corey. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, Corey came with me, obviously. Like, he was lucky enough to be my co pilot for that (laughs) quick Sunday morning jaunt on his only day off of the week um, to drive to Rhode Island from Pennsylvania. And you know what? He was so, Joey was so nice about it. Like, I like couldn't talk. And Corey kind of just like talked for me. And he was like, yeah, my wife woke me up at like 2.45 in the morning to come here and meet you. We've been driving for hours. And he's like, to meet me? Like, that wasn't worth it. And I'm like, oh my God, and my husband is. is like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, <laughs> the this best last of one is the best. Joey's low notes. Are we ready? Yes. Born ready. Everything's going to be all right. So I always thought that that clip of Getty Up, I always thought it was JC. You don't hear the the low voice underneath JC? It is JC. Is it JC and Joey? Yeah, they're both singing it. <gasps> Look at that. Two voices again. That's like the wow. Justin one where it's like he's a little highlighter. Why they put him there? And they did. Oh, my gosh. This is very impressive. I don't know if I'm more impressed by... The clips you put together in the research or by Joey's voice. I think I'm like equally as impressed with both. <laughs> I think um, I'm more impressed with Joey's voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're so modest. Thank you. I guess. <laughs> um, so I think we've confirmed this entire podcast episode has confirmed that all of Joey's lows are Lance. <laughs> all of his all of his highs are Chris and his regular voice that's either Justin or JC depending on the day I think yeah I think that's a very good lesson you heard it here first folks yeah Joey is he's Joey. just a little why and NSYNC he does nothing <laughs> I know he is the why without Joey it is NSYNC <laughs> <laughs> there is no ing and in sync without Joey. Without Joey. So yeah. we learned today that Joey's an important member in NSYNC. One. Two. Joey can sing. Ergo, he's an NSYNC. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three, which is important. I want you guys to remember this. Joey's a tenor two. And he's used as a baritone in NSYNC with a tenor range. I think that's the coolest part. Good stuff. That's great stuff. Although Avery, this was so good. I think so. You did so good finding those clips and stuff. Your ears are godsend. (laughs) Don't even. You did this. This was all you. Avery was my co-producer 
No. On this episode. She doesn't want credit for it, but she was. She worked really hard on this. No. And I am so appreciative for everything that you have taught me because now tomorrow morning at four o'clock in the morning when I'm driving to Long Island for New Year's Eve festivities with my husband and we're listening to the NSYNC albums for like the 700th time that I'm forcing him to <laughs> listen to it, we'll be able to pick out Joey's voice even more than now than I do now. And I'll be like, Hey, bae, this isn't Justin. This is Justin and Joey. This is Joey, the highlighter. <laughs> and Joey, the highlighter, the <laughs> autocorrector. <laughs> Joey, the autocorrect. Well, thank you again so much. I really do appreciate it. Welcome to I Want You Back for January 8th through 14th. We start bum, in the- bum, ba, dum. <laughs> We start in 1999. <laughs> January 8th, they had a concert at Universal City, California at the Universal Amphitheater. They were up by me, oh, well, up past me, on the 9th for a concert in Sacramento at the Memorial Auditorium. Also on the ninth, and I remember recording this on tape, was NSYNC's Top 40 Videos aired on MTV. On the 10th, they had a concert in Berkeley, California at Berkeley Community Theater. So they went up past me and then closer to me. And either way, I still didn't know and didn't end up going. Oh, well. On the 11th, there was the American Music Awards, and they won Best New Artist. Yay! On the 12th, they had a radio interview with Rick Dees on KISS FM, and they also did Motown Live in Los Angeles. On the 13th, they uh, JC did a chat with Yahoo, as well as they had a concert at, in Denver, Colorado at Mammoth Events Center. Going to the year 2000, from the 9th through the 11th was the filming of the iconic Bye 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 video in Hollywood and Lake Peru, California, directed by Wayne Isham. I showed this video to my class, so I'm substitute teaching for um, the TK, Junior K, so I'm back with the four and five-year-olds because um, their teacher um, ended up... Thankfully, having surgery so that she's no longer on dialysis and she has a new new working kidney. Um, so I'm taking over her class and we watched Bye 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 three times in two days. And the kids were like, they were asking all these questions. And I'm like, I don't know why she let, why she cut them from the strings Aww. and then is chasing after them. I'm like, I don't know. It's just a video. I like it. I don't know. Oh. But it was fun. They they liked it. They asked, like, after I did it the first time, like, can we watch it again? I'm like, okay. And they didn't do that with It's Gonna Be Me, Just Bye Bye Bye. So I'm like, that's the video, apparently, for this for these guys. But all right. I like it. Um, and on the 14th, um, Teen People's What's Next event was at the Vinyl Nightclub in Hollywood. And the guys were there. And over in 2001, on January 8th, we had the American Music Awards in Los Angeles. They won Internet Artist of the Year. NSYNC was nominated for Best Band, Duo, or Group, and Best Album for No Strings Attached. JC was there with Bobby, and the New York Post reported NSYNC parted at LA Radio American Music Award After Party with Shaq, Chris Rock, Brooke Shields, and Carmen Electra. 
all of those names were like super relevant at that time. Yes. And now <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Maybe Shaq, but Oh, yeah, I was gonna no. say Chris Rock is probably the only relevant one anymore. Um and then on January 9th, they did the infamous Larry King live interview. On January 13th, All-Star reports Anheuser-Busch will feature footage of Joey, Justin, Chris, Lance, and JC going door to door to thank parents for discussing underage drinking to their children. The spot will air during the Super Bowl. And now I need to find this so we can put it up. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like that's a lesser known clip. And I'm pretty sure that Joey's longtime friend, Scott, Scott uh, yes. Sedgy, yeah. he worked for Anheuser-Busch oh. at some point in his career. And I kind of wouldn't be surprised if maybe he had, like, I don't know what he did for them. It was some kind yeah. of executive-y job. But I kind of wouldn't be surprised if maybe he had a hand in this. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pontificating? I'm pontificating. Postulating. I don't know. <laughs> theorizing? I'm theorizing. I'm just saying theoretically this could have been. Yeah. And rolling into 2002, on January 9th, JC, Justin, and Chris appeared at the American Music Awards in LA at the Shrine Auditorium. It says, win favorite pop rock duo group. While approaching the stage to accept the award, a spattering of booze began to fill the Shrine Auditorium. When they finally got to the stage, singer Justin Timberlake snacked back at the naysayers. Oh, quit booing. You two's going to get Grammys. I Chris remember Kirkpatrick that. I added a more traditional, thank you, everybody, the record company, our family, God, the fans. Thank you guys very much for supporting us. Thank you. This next on, part I love. Uh, this is very us and Tina, so I'm excited for this part. On January 9th from Tank Casablanca's Awful Truth Gossip Column on E! Online, at the Sunset Room after the American Movie Awards was J.C. Chazé dancing his little tushy off on the crowded floor of the Ultra Pack Party, surrounded by many gal pals and one super beefy bouncer, the extra yummy and sinker wore a black long sleeve shirt with a built in leather vest and fitted dark pants sporting longer hair, which is a hint of feather and frost. JC proved he definitely is the cutest boy bander in the bunch this week. At least <laughs> I was like the leather vest, the leather. Like, oh, God, I like oh that. Yes. I'm going to start using that leather. <laughs> <laughs> You've and been on, Tina. <laughs> on uh, January 11th, Justin appeared on TRL with Elton John to debut his new video starring JT. And that was this train don't stop, right? Yeah. One sec, I have to cough. See, only one attack. Well, two. You were talking during the first one. Okay. And then on January 12th, Lance attends the Sundance Film Festival. And on the 13th, Lance, JC, and Chris appear at People's Choice Awards in Pasadena. And they won favorite musical group or band. So that's all the news we have for you for this week. 
Um, we're getting close to the end of our I want you back. I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do once we we've done all the news. So we have, we have yeah. no news left. I don't know what we're going to do. I know. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so sad. Although everybody really does seem to like the news. So maybe we'll just reread everything <laughs> a year later. I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Now, next week, um, in the months of Joey and Justin, is week three. Which, does that, <laughs> do we both have the same guest on? Well, I have Tina on. You too. It's the third week of the month. Um, yep. My episode is called The Unbridled Spirit, and we're going to talk fashions. Um, and you know, she's leaving JC's closet. She's going to hang out in Joey's closet for a little bit. And we're going to chat about our favorite Luke's from the Kentucky Derby. Ooh. Um, so I also have Tina on for next week and we're taking a much broader look of Justin's wardrobe. Um, and I mean, broad, I mean, from like childhood through adulthood so oh wow it, it's gonna be a ride it's gonna be a ride we had so much fun with this oh my gosh tina so, is so much fun she is so there's a reason why tina we have her back there's a reason every we month. have her back every month so you Twice guys are gonna get month. double tina this month yep. so two for one special there you go so join us next week. Thank you for listening. And we will see you back here next week. And until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.